previously on Herbarium Heist. I'm going to be playing Winifred Ruthenium, and she likes to be called Freddy. I am playing Isabel McPherson. I am playing Scapula Jones, uh, who also likes to go by her favorite nickname, Bones. And I'm playing Henrietta Elmwood. You have received a letter, and it came to you bound with a red ribbon. I will await you at the servant's entrance to the herbarium near the river. Yours most faithfully, M.S. Who is this M.S.? Does anyone know this person? Uh, And then all of a sudden the one in front of you, Henry, um, uh, explodes out from the mound and you see a skull. (laughs) And it's wearing a very fancy wig. (laughs) And four skeletons wearing wigs and start reaching their hands up out of the dirt. Freddy's gonna go get that wig and wear it. She opens the door and she looks at all of you and she just says, What? Might I ask your name? I suppose you might if you must. It's Caroline Herschel. The herbarium is all the way at the other end of the garden from my home. The director has made you take the long way. Who are you? I'm Mary, Mary Anning, and this is Trey, my dog. Trey has just been at Caroline's and he told me what you're doing and what your mission is. And I think the best thing to do is to get you right along on your way. But I'll do my best to help you. I'll send Trey with you, and he is an excellent scout. In order to get to the herbarium as quickly as possible would be to go across the lake. And she plays a little tune. And you see something beginning to emerge from the water as it approaches the shore where uh, Mary is playing her little tune. And Mary turns around and she puts her hands on her hips and she says, Do you like him? He's a pleaser, You know, I discovered those. We're going to ride it. Oh, yes. Just like a fairy. So you've arrived in a totally different part of the garden. Well, Freddy hops off of the plesiosaur and looks at everyone else and says, Shall we continue? Yes, and perhaps Trey should go ahead and scout for a bit, just in case this is some sort of danger. I mean, tropical plants, uh, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah, he can go he's, He can go up to 120 feet ahead and send you a message, so he'll do that. He just sort of trots along ahead of you and disappears around a bend in the path. And after about a minute or so, um, he messages Freddy. Um, and he's a he is a magic dog, but he can't talk. So he sends you kind of an image, Freddy. Uh, and you see um you see what looks like kind of from Trey's perspective, an enormous uh, glass dome uh, at the end of the path um, that is filled with uh, more tropical plants. And it looks to you like a greenhouse like you saw before, but of a different shape and seems to have different plants inside. That's what Trey shows you. And he comes back. Okay. Well, I relay that to the team. Well, I do adore plants, so I say we should carry on ahead. Yes, and uh, just judging from, you know, the fun experiences we've had so far, um, 
Bones says, draws her rapier and says, let's just be ready, shall we, ladies? Yes. And then, like, walks. I'll pull out my spade. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'm following. I'm ready. I'm on board. And I'm getting out, I'm getting out my Isaacs again for similar reasons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, uh, follow the path where Trey went and you see more or less what Trey saw. Freddy, it looks smaller to you because you're a person and not a tiny dog. <laughs> uh, but it is a, a domed greenhouse and you can see, uh, with your own perspective and not Trey's perspective that it's actually, um, it's like a dome, but long. It's like a big hot dog shaped uh, <laughs> greenhouse. As, yes. The famous hot dog shaped greenhouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the technical description. <laughs> I did a lot of research, yes. guys. <laughs> uh, and you see that there are all kinds of um, lush looking palms, like some lower to the ground, and some that reach all the way up to the ceiling of the uh, greenhouse and kind of spread out up against the glass. There's date palms. There's other kinds of palms. There's that's all the palms I know. All right. Uh, lots of palm trees in there. Uh, and you see uh, lettered above the entrance to the greenhouse, it says Palm House. So you know there's like palm trees in there and stuff. <laughs> and there is a door. Oh. That you can enter. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it locked? It is not locked. Let's go, ladies. Okay. Let's go in. Let's go in. It is very warm in here and pretty quiet. Who? What is your marching order? I'll go first. I'll go after Henry. I'll go next. I'll go after. Okay, Henry, Freddy, and then who's Isabel? Next? Bones is always bringing up Bones the is rear. last. So Henry, you are sort of moving cautiously through this greenhouse, kind of looking around. And uh, Henry, will you make for me a perception check, please? Perception. Roll well for me, baby. <laughs> bad, bad, bad die. Um, <laughs> nine. You see a lot of plants that you recognize, and that's about it. Yeah. Ladies, this seems to be just a greenhouse. Let's keep going. Okay. Okay. Is there any sense of um, um, magic? Yeah, make an arcana check. Uh, okay, different die, because you suck. Yeah, oh, that better. dice is betraying you. Better. Um, that is a 17. Yeah, um, you can't localize it, but there is something at work here. I think if you had to guess, you would say that it was some... Some kind of transmutation magic, but mm. you, didn't, you know this isn't like detect magic, so you don't have like a super good sense of it. But there's something tingling around in this. I'm house. sensing that something may not be as it seems in here. Everyone, be on your guard. So you're about halfway through the greenhouse now, um, and Freddie, you're next in in the marching order. Make a perception check. That's gonna be a eighteen. Okay, uh, you hear something, Freddy. Oh, okay. You hear, it's very faint and very quick, and it might have been something that one of the other members of your party did, but you hear like a, ah, 
It's Trey. He can talk. Uh, okay, so Freddie's going to stop, like, just stop in her tracks. And she's going to tell, she's going to say, shh. Okay. Be quiet. And she's going to wait to hear it again. Ah. Do I have a sense of where it's coming from? It's coming from your left. There is a groaning sound coming from that way. Mm. Human? Oh, oh, okay. So Bones, uh, like, signals, like, okay, I, I get it. And Bones wants to pull out her archaeologist tools, which is <laughs> a mirror. And Bones just wants to sort of try and angle the mirror in the direction that you've been saying to try and get, like, a better look and see if there's something in the bushes we can see. Roll d20 to add six to use your thieves' tools. All right, 16. Uh, you see, you're kind of, like, turning the mirror around. And it's like a mirror on a stick, yeah. right? But yeah. Like looking under for, things. For archaeology okay. yeah. reasons. You're kind of turning it around. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. Of course. And you see um, in a, there's sort of like a thick clump of um, whatever kind of palmettos. And it's it's like a very dense clump. You catch a glimpse of, and this is weird, and it strikes you as weird. What looks like the toe of like a brogue shoe. Like, you can see, like, the little perforated kind of design on the leather. And that's what you see with your thieves. Ooh, okay. So I am, like, whispering and sort of, like, signaling to everyone that, like, hey, over there in the bushes, like, I can see the outline. Maybe there's a shoe. Maybe there's, like, a person. But, like, let's all, like, be sneaky and quiet about it i say making direct eye contact with henry <laughs> <laughs> well look look this could go one of two ways all right the first way is we encounter this individual or whatever it is and we perhaps glean some more information about what is to come or we completely avoid confrontation altogether and just Get out as quickly as possible. What do you think, That's... Bones? Did they look like they were in distress? I mean, I couldn't see anything, but uh, besides just sort of like the shoe, but that combined with the noises you heard makes me think they might be in trouble. Hmm. And it could I'm be a selfish, trap. but I'm not that selfish. We should help. I have an idea. We're in a greenhouse. This is my happy place. And I'll cast Druidcraft on um, on just like a nearby plant to where Bones has identified this person slash thing. Um, and I'll make a couple of flowers blossom or, 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 or um, just like plants grow from the soil just to kind of like nudge this thing to see what it'll, what it'll do. Ooh. I but again, like I'm not this. really, I don't, I don't know exactly where it is since only she could kind of see it in the mirror. So I'm just kind of like casting Druidcraft in that direction to 
all of the little plants I can see. That is very cool, and it looks very cool. And as um, some little sort of flowers and shoots kind of sprout up around this clump of palmetto, you see uh, one of the sort of fronds of the palmetto start moving a little bit, and then it just sort of like reaches out and like slaps the <laughs> the plants that you're growing around it. And as it does this, you see from where that frond was a human hand kind of <gasps> flop out of this like cluster of palmetto and start waving around. Uh, uh, hello, hello, hello. Are you in uh. trouble? you hear like a muffled screaming and as the arm is sort of flailing around the uh the other palmetto friends kind of like unfurl and start like hitting it and like kind of curling around it and pulling the arm back in and uh it's time to roll this palmetto has come to life so the the palmetto is so the arms are of the the palm or they are human arms being trapped by a palm the the palmetto is moving around and it seems like inside there's if there's somebody inside of got it palmetto clump uh and you uh so this is you woke it up a giant ass venus flytrap situation or something Mm. yeah yeah Bones is coming in hot with a 21 for initiative because it's time. (laughs) All right. Henry is way distracted. She rolled a three. Ah, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, Freddie rolled a 15. And I am also way distracted. I rolled a five. (laughs) (laughs) It is a very shocking image, I'm sure. Yes, yes. And there's a lot of plants in here, okay. so I can see how that'd be distracting. Bones, you're up first. What do All you right. Want Bones already drew her rapier because she had a sense that trouble might be coming. Um, and <laughs> so uh, Bones immediately sort of just like gracefully just kind of leaps forward um, and slices at one of the uh, palms to see if she could slice it off. Uh, and she, uh, 20. Does that hit? It does hit, yeah. I do nine damage, and, uh, just my roguish sort of archetype being, uh, I use my cunning action after I, uh, leap forward and do that slice, um, to immediately disengage and sort of, like, leap out of the, uh, leap out of the way so that I don't provoke any attacks of opportunity. You swipe at this uh, palm with your sword and you hit it, but uh, you, as you sort of make contact with the um, the frond, um, your blade doesn't go all the way through. It's sort of very thick, kind of fibrous yeah. uh, plant matter, and you actually do half damage. Ah. <sighs> Well, ladies, this is going to be a challenge. Especially because it seems a victim is inside of this plant, so I can't just call lightning upon it or it'll zap the person inside. <laughs> that would be bad. Yes. As the as Bones hits it and it uh, gets a little slice in one of its palm fronds, uh, 
it like rears back and like lifts up a a lot of its leaves and you see that there um you can see kind of tangled up there at the base of the uh palm frond and kind of held into the roots of the palmetto and into its stalks and stuff there are two people <gasps> they are men oh. Oh, i men? mean leave them uh, <laughs> never mind <laughs> i i we leave <laughs> we just like drop all of our weapons like eh, yeah, eh, yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do you went so some. <laughs> do we do we recognize either of these men you can't see their faces they're just kind of like a tangle of yeah. limbs but they're wearing like nice dress shoes they look like maybe they're dressed for the party okay. Uh, Freddie, it's your turn. Okay. She is going to uh, pull her hands up and she's going to do, like, move them around. And um, she's going to conjure a bubble of acid. Ooh. Oh. And she is going to hurl it at um, at the palm. And the palm needs to roll a deck save. Yeah, palm. That is not this tree's strong suit. I figured that might be the case. <laughs> that is a six minus two. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not six. That's three minus two. Okay, let me roll it ah, ah. Uh That's going to be uh, four points of damage. All right. Uh, well, who's next? That's my job. <laughs> the fucking monster's <laughs> next. <laughs> so... So Bones is out of range because you did your kind of action and did a dash, right? Okay. The plant is going to uh, kind of fold together a bunch of its palms and rear back and try to smash into um, Isabel. Oh, Isabel. Ah! 18. Ah! Oh, no. Look out. You get whacked. Um, seven points of damage. Ooh. You get smooshed. Ouch. Ouch. By the <laughs> oh, man. I never healed from last. <laughs> You're going to take a so- second to just pound some good yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I get. I fall down. I get smooshed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Henry, it's your turn. I uh I suddenly remember that I was hurt by the last time and I like nurse where I've where I've been uh slashed. I don't remember exactly what happened. Um but uh is there a way for us to well no. Hmm. Okay, all of all of my spells would also hurt these victims. So I'm going to be a little crazy plant lady and cast speak with plants. Oh, and, <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Give them the ability to communicate with you and follow your simple commands. Oh, I like where this is going. Nice. Um, nice. Okay, you can communicate with it as if you share a common language, but you gain no magical ability to influence it. Um, oh, the spell can cause the plants created by the entangle spell to release a restrained creature. <gasps> so I'm going to try just mm. like RP wise. Um, I'm going to cast Speak with Plants and say, uh, hello, I know <laughs> you're on a 
bit of a bind at the moment, and we've just sort of intruded upon this, um, your home, but, um, <laughs> look, I know it's, it's not ideal to be kept in this greenhouse, right? You just want open air, perhaps to be in your home forest, but... You have to understand that those plants, they don't have it as good as you, right? You get fed every day. You're in a, a climate-controlled environment. Just trust me when I say you're in a good place, all right? So there's no need for this, this anger, okay? Just release your victims, and I promise you, I'll, I'll ask the garden to, gardener to give you a bit of extra fertilizer. Everything will be just fine. What do you think? The plant which just smashed Isabel and was like turning, it kind of like turns toward you and sort of stops as you cast this spell. And its little fronds are just, well, its big fronds are just kind of waving around while it listens to you. I was going to say, if if it doesn't, um, if it doesn't want to follow my commands, which it totally has, you know, free will still, um, I guess my secondary hope is just to at least distract it. So that someone else might have advantage on hitting it or something. Um, and with my bonus action, I'm going to toss Isabel uh, two, two more good berries. It like slowly kind of like lifts up and like like unfolds. And then it just like, <laughs> like ejects these two dudes <gasps> oh! <laughs> out from under. Good and boy! they kind of skid okay. across the floor at your feet. Um, and they're just... Two guys in their fancy evening dress, and they're kind of like, uh, they're kind of out of it. They're just sort of like on the ground, just like. Thank you so much. Um, Henry, stop, stop talking. Let's get out of here. The tree, like the tree, rears up again to like, (laughs) uh, to try to smash you. What? Oh no 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 no! Get get the get the boys get the boys. Freddy's grabbed like the hands, like the wrists of one of them, and is like trying to pull them along, while Trey is like grabbing at the collar, trying to pull yeah. them <laughs> okay. out of the way. Freddy, the tree's gonna make an attack of opportunity against you as you're trying to escape. <gasps> okay. That's a twenty-four. <laughs> well, yeah, that hits. Oh. <laughs> okay, but does it hit the dog? No, Trey's like... Oh, good. Okay, okay. I mean, no bird on you, Freddy, but we gotta protect that dog. That's seven points of tree-smashing damage. Oof. Man. Yeah, we gotta pound some good berries when we're out of here. Are you guys running, or... Uh, yeah, I mean, do we... There's two dudes, right? Freddy, you have one. The other one still needs to be pulled out of the way, right? Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So okay, yeah. I can. Does someone want to help me? I can. We like someone grab the wrists and someone grab the ankles uh, and let's go with this other dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Or I have a rope, so I could just lasso him and pull him along. Oh, that works. Yeah, let's do that. Just <laughs> stay out of range of the tree. Um. Uh. Okay. You want if you want to do that, make a uh, make a dexterity, oh. like just a straight okay. up dex. Okay. So seventeen. Yeah, All do right. you you kind of get a, a lasso around uh, this dude and you're able to drag him away from the plant without going back into range. So you guys beat and feed Yes, out absolutely. Yes. Yep. As fast as you can dragging two men. I mean, <laughs> but isn't that how it always is? 
<laughs> Too real. It's a metaphor, it's a metaphor. For, for everything. As you sort of get uh, towards, you're uh, in the back half of the greenhouse now, and you can see that there's another door. And as you are lugging these uh, boys along with you, uh, you see the 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 palmetto just kind of like wave around a little bit and then just freeze. So you're we're out of initiative and. You found some boys. <laughs> we have some boys. Yeah, you got some boys. Shall we slap them awake? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. yes. Are we are we outside the greenhouse? Or are we still inside? I don't know. Are you? Uh, let's try to get out. Let's try. Let's try to get yeah, out. Let's get out of the yeah, greenhouse. Yeah, I don't know how many more of those plants are angry at their position there. Uh, and then you're gonna try to rouse these sleepy men. I'm just gonna slap mine. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right you you wake these boys up and they sit up and they shake their heads and like, oh oh what happened you tell us dear oh we did save you so a thank you first perhaps. yeah it feels like a thank you is in order in this situation just to kick things off so we're on the same page the tree attacked us how is that possible you rescued us of course now you're catching on no. Well done, you. Who? Wait, who are you? We're going to the gala yes. as invited attendees. Yes. I'm Sir Isaac Newton, <laughs> <laughs> and I am asking you who you are first. Well, no, no, you're not. That much is clear. Yes, well, we just came from there, or rather we did right before we were attacked by that tree. And what were you doing leaving the party going in this direction, if I may ask? They uh, look at each other very guiltily, Uh and they both blush. And they say, just getting a little fresh air. You know, it's it's quite crowded there at the party. Are you two in love? Were you trying to sneak away for a little kiss? It's fine. Of course not. That's preposterous. We are colleagues. Isn't that right, Thomas? Yes, quite right. Indeed. Nicola. I I have a question. Um, uh, As we said, we saved you from some dire circumstances, and we've had the misfortune to lose our invitations to the gala. Um, Might we borrow yours? Our invitation. Yes. Or well, just take a quick look at it. Well, I think that would be, first of all, highly irregular. And second of all, we already gave them to the footman. Oh, you know, oh, right. When we first went into the party. Yes. You get yes. To oh, that's, that's where we misplaced ours. We gave it to the footman, right? So we should be fine to get Oh, in. right, of course yes, you did. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> but <clears throat> since you're standing here, having gone out, together to get some fresh air perhaps you could escort us back to the party oh absolutely not <laughs> we're just leaving damn is like no you guys have to work for this <laughs> it ain't that easy um, <laughs> also they seem pretty useless to be they fair. do they yeah. do seem pretty useless um so uh however um you know, honestly, Bones just can't help herself. 
Uh, and so she uh, is sort of saying, oh, well, of course we understand. And it's like patting them like, of course, so sorry. And is just doing a little sleight of hand just to like, just a little plink plink into their coats to see oh! if she can pick up anything good. Oh, rogue doing rogue stuff. Make a sleight of hand Yes, check. indeed. I am thrilled to, oh, wow, I'm coming in hot, y'all. Um, let's see. What do I add to, oh, wow, okay, this is a 17 plus 9. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh yeah, you um you do a quick little pickpocket yeah. of the one that you dragged out yeah. of there. And uh you find a handkerchief. It's clean, don't worry. Oh, thank God. Uh yeah. Don't want to get any boy boogies on you. I was concerned. Um and you find a a pocket watch. Mm. Uh and you also find um, an American quarter. Ah, I love it. Yeah, I keep all those things. And I just continue to smile. Like, ha ha. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, boys. Bye bye. <laughs> just for your new items. The pocket watch is just a pocket watch. But the, uh, the quarter uh, is magic. And it has... One charge of disguise self, and if you Ooh. want to use it, you have to flip it. Yes. Uh, heads, it works. Uh, tails, you have to wait until another time. Oh my gosh, it. that's awesome! So uh, the the two gentlemen are like <laughs> unrumple their clothes and get palm fronds out of their hair and are making way to leave. And uh, the one that was uh, that you dragged out, Bones says. Nicola, let's go. <laughs> and the other says, coming, Thomas. And they head back in I the direction of the greenhouse. <laughs> they were kissing. We knew it. They were kissing. <laughs> uh, and they leave you and uh, you are now alone. The path leads uh, away into the dark. It is uh, pretty much dusk now, like pretty much dark. Like the sun has gone down. So it's like gloomy. Um, and ahead of you, you can see that it gets pretty dark where this path goes. Um, but you do see like uh, little little points of light um, that are very faint and that are kind of different colors ahead of you on the path. But that's all you can see from your position. Hi all, this is Anna, your dungeon master. I hope you're enjoying part two of the Herbarium Heist. This special episode is part of our spring pledge drive on Patreon. From April 20th through the 27th, we are asking you to help us raise our rates for writers and editors. Our current rate for writers is $100 per piece, and we want to double that to $200 in order to pay writers a more competitive rate for their fantastic, thoughtful work. We are entirely reader and listener supported, so we can only do this with your help. If you make a monthly pledge during our pledge drive right now, you'll receive a very cool thank you postcard featuring the map of Kew Gardens that was adapted for this role-playing game and illustrated by me, myself. So head on over to our Patreon, 
that's patreon.com slash ladyscience to pledge now and please help us spread the word share these special episodes with your friends and family and help us grow lady science and now back to the herbarium heist path, you can see uh, lights in the distance. They are stationary lights, but there are quite a few of them. Maybe lanterns? You're not sure. You do hear more sounds than you have heard in the garden so far, and what sounds like might be voices up ahead where you see these lanterns. (gasps) Have we found the gala? I think we're getting closer. I think we found it. Are you headed in that direction? Yes. Yeah, yeah let's go. So I think we, we're we looking for the um, the servant's entrance, right? Since we don't have official invitations. I be- that, that's, what, that's what the letter said, yes. You head down the path and Trey is sort of running around your feet and smelling things and peeing on stuff. And uh, as you draw closer, uh, you do now hear more distinctly uh, voices. And uh, you can see that the there are lanterns in the trees, and you see the shape of a large building sort of start to emerge out of the gloom. You're still in the trees uh, that are kind of bordering this area, and so you're kind of unseen, but you can see through them to what you presume is the herbarium. There is a kind of like big gravel uh, area out in front with a fountain and there are people kind of milling around uh, out there. The sort of facade of the herbarium is lit very dramatically from below, sort of like big floodlights um, shining up the front of the building. It's five floors uh, that you can see um, and uh, from your sort of angle, you're kind of like off to the side, but you can see that there's like a big sort of broad steps that lead up to doors uh, in the front that are thrown open. There's light pouring out from the entry hall. There are people on the steps mingling and whatever going in uh, to the party. And on either side of the doors, there are two footmen in green livery that are very diligently checking everyone's invitations. Uh, So that seems like maybe (laughs) a... a (laughs) no-go and as you're sort of like assessing the situation and what you see you hear the snap of a twig to your right and uh emerging from between the trees to your right is a woman and she is dressed in uh her finest gala attending dress and uh around her throat you can see she has tied in a bow a little red ribbon. <gasps> MS! Oh, MS. She like walks up to you and she hisses, What took you so long? <laughs> well, we, uh, we had to go the long way around. Yeah, yeah. And there's it was a long. lot of things happening in the long way around. We had to save two men from a plant that was trying to kill it. It was, it was a whole thing. Uh, why would you... Why would you bother saving men? My goodness. Come along. Come with me. Come on. I'll take you around to the back. She leads you around the, uh, kind of like through the edge of the tree line so that you stay hidden and around toward 
uh, the back of the herbarium and the voices of the gala goers who are out front um, fade and uh, she's just kind of like marching along. I'm going to whisper to Bones and say, do you, do you know who that is? Uh, and I uh, shrug and say, I guess MS, whatever that stands for. She turns around and she says, Somerville, darlings, Mary Somerville. So she uh, leads you around and uh, to the back of the herbarium, and it is darker here. There aren't the like cool floodlights illuminating the building, but the you can see there's light coming out of a a, a wooden door that's open. In uh, this must be the servants' entrance, and there's kind of like barrels and crates and um, you know various things out here. So she uh, she stops you all at the entrance to uh, to the servants' entrance. And uh, she says, I'm glad you came, at least. I uh, I would have thought you would have been able to steal an invitation, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. What I need you to do, since you can't go into the party, definitely not looking like that. She looks at Freddy. <laughs> oh, Freddy. <laughs> You're going to need to sneak in, go all the way up to the top floor where the director's office is. And in there is... A medieval herbal. I need you to get it and bring it to the ferry where I'll meet you. And then uh, we'll take it back to my lair, to my lab, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, where we'll be able to synthesize a cure for the cholera. I will go back to the party and distract the director, but you won't have much time to get to the top. And I don't know what will be waiting for you when you do. All right, leave it to us. We can do it. You'll see when you go in there, it's quite busy. You'll need to go through the kitchen and then up the back staircase where the footmen go to take food. Um, but once you get into the entrance hall, you will be visible to uh, the party goers. So you'll have to sneak up onto the next landing and then go up floor by floor until you get to the top. Did Bones tell us that the quarter can cast Disguise Self? Yes, yeah, I do. I told you what I what I got. Um and uh I am trying to figure out what the best disguise would be <laughs> for the quarter since it's only got one use. So Well, you could either be a servant who's um shepherding us to uh, somewhere or we could one of us who's good at sneaking like you, mm-hmm. could replicate someone who seems to be of high status. But if she is a servant pretending to lead us around, she can say that she caught us doing something we weren't supposed to mm. and is uh, just taking us out of the party. Whoever is disguised as the servant could sneak in, get servant garb from wherever it's stored, give it to us, we'll change, because... You're right. We look dirty, we look disheveled, and we certainly don't have the correct gala attire, so maybe that's the answer. Perfect. Okay, that's what we're going to do. I like it. I like Uh, it. So I want to use the American Quarter that has a special disguise self-charge. I, like, pull it out of my uh, pocket. I'm very dramatic about it. And uh, I say, well, let's see how this works. And I toss it into the air to see if it lands heads or tails. Uh, roll a d6. Okay. Uh, two. 
Yeah, it lands heads up. Yay! All right, so uh, <laughs> I like to imagine just like some like sparkles like come down from the sky, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm just like dressed like a servant, and I look like I belong there. Uh, and I just tell you all to give me a quick minute. Um, and then um, I want to walk into the uh, back door of the kitchen, just like I belong there. Um, and I want to look around for, like, where extra servant uniforms are kept. In the, in the extra servant uniform room. <laughs> <laughs> Make an investigation check with advantage, since you're disguised. Ooh, Okay. All right, so the the first one was going to be a seven, which is not good, but the second one came out as a 15. All right, that'll do it. Uh, You head into the kitchen, and it is a a melee of uh, cooks in there working furiously to prepare food, and uh, you... Take a quick glance around and you can see that like this is this is all just kitchen stuff in here. So you go back out into the hallway and you see a a, a set of cabinets that kind of are lining the hallway all the way down and you open them and inside there are very neatly folded uh footman's livery and there are also like um maids uh black gowns and aprons and little caps. All right. Uh, it's all it's all in there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I, I grabbed a bunch of the maids' aprons and caps and uh, just sort of like look around like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, <laughs> and then uh, make my way back out to you guys. And uh, I say, ladies, I believe these are our invitations. <laughs> Hand them over to you. And then I take a bow. I take a bow. <laughs> okay, that was a very good... That was a very good scene. Yes. (laughs) Mary just kind of looks at all of you and says, all right, well, uh, I have to return to the party. I'll try to keep the director occupied as long as possible. But if you don't get back to the ferry in an hour and a half, I'll have to leave without you. I want to look around, too, once I've changed for um, some props for us. Um, yes. Since we're outside the servant's door, like, I don't, I don't know what would be outside, really. But if there's, like, even even if there's trash or storage or something, so we have a tray or food or something to have in our hands. Yeah, I mean, outside you're going to find things like buckets. Um, Great. Like, rags that are, like, uh, on a rack drying. Um, so you could get some of those if you wanted. No, I think this is perfect. So you go into the servants' hallway, and Mary told you that you need to go up the back staircase that's at the end of the kitchen, which is where the footmen go up the stairs uh, to deliver food to the ballrooms where the gala is happening. All right. Let's go um, maybe two by two, since it might be a bit weird if four servants are going up, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, Freddy will go first. Yeah, phones and Freddy. Yeah. A dynamic duo. <laughs> Getting up these <laughs> stairs. <laughs> will you both make for me a performance check with advantage, because you are in disguise and everyone is very busy. Absolutely. 
I got a critical failure. Okay. <gasps> no. Oh. That's the first one so far. You guys oh. have been doing pretty good. Damn. I got a 19. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They are the best of us and the worst of us right now. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Bones, you just march into that kitchen like it's your kitchen. Yeah. And you, you like, you like say hi to people like you know them. Yeah. You, you like stick your pinky into a like pot of bubbling sauce or something and taste it and you're like ooh that's even better than last week and you just yeah. like make this like amazing little circuit through the kitchen and get to the staircase you like high five a footman who's coming back down <laughs> yes this is the nobody mess. suspects anything no they've no these people have known you their whole life no i i i'm like nice. this is my house george game next week game next week you, no no you bring the wine you bring the wine <laughs> it's perfect um, all right perfect freddie uh you 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 run it, you just like walk directly into uh one of the women who is tending the pots on the stove uh just kind of weirdly clumsily you just like careen into her uh and uh she's holding a ladle with some sauce in it and it goes flying and it kind of like splatters everybody with sauce and everybody in the kitchen stops and turns around and looks at you uh i'm gonna go can bones help her out and just like yell out like uh like something like Good old Deidre, always splashing everyone with sauce. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, yeah. Freddie just, like, backs up down the stairs. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) 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 Or, uh, Bones does that. And, uh, uh, yeah, bails you out. You, uh, sort of slink up the stairs and everyone is just looking at you. (laughs) <laughs> horrified yeah. by your behavior and God. then the uh the head cook uh bangs her cleaver on the cutting board and says back to work <laughs> back to work god deidre okay. what's your problem jeez deidre get your shit together yeah right. get it together. Uh, isabel and henry yeah isabel and henry roll performance okay roll well for me baby Oh my god, I rolled so bad. I got 12. 8. As a matter of expediency, you make it through, but uh, Isabel, you uh, you catch your sleeve um, on the corner of the like big scrubbed wooden table, and uh, you rip your sleeve and like trip a little. And the, uh, the head cook like slams her cleaver down again, and she says, Get out of here! What is happening? <laughs> What is wrong with everyone? Uh, and you are able to make it to the staircase. Yes. Patriots. Well, we have not made many friends tonight, ladies. But we have all become closer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So at the top of these stairs, um, you 
can see out of this door, which a footman has left open. It's not just you guys. The whole staff is just off tonight. I don't know what's happening. Um, so you can see uh, this this uh, little doorway is kind of hidden in a little nook and opens into um, the entrance hall of uh, the main house of the herbarium. And you can see that the entrance hall has a marble floor. It is very uh, big. <laughs> Sorry, it's very. Uh, it runs the length of the building, and it also uh, extends up, like uh, the middle of it extends up multiple floors. So you can see there are landings above you, and to either side of the entrance hall are the ballrooms, and then there are people crossing between both ballrooms, and footmen are like passing hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Um, there's a long runner on the floor. There are like 10 chandeliers overhead, big crystal chandeliers. It is very grand. Whoa. Potted palm trees. And to your right, if you look down that way towards the end of the entrance hall, you see like a big uh, carpeted staircase that leads up to the first landing. And then there are other staircases that lead up to the next floors. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's make a beeline for those stairs then if that's what it appears to be the the way to the herbal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. since you're since you're in disguise, uh uh we'll let you just get up to the first floor landing there with no problem. As long as you don't dilly dally around. No one's really paying attention. The ba- yeah. the gala is on the first floor, so no one's Our- looking at the end of the entry hall. Perfect, perfect. Excellent. Yeah. No, we don't dilly-dally. We stay focused. I mean, for a moment, like, Bones is, like, looking at those crystal chandeliers, like, could I? But, like, <clears throat> then this she's like, no, the time. no, this is not the time. Get your get your head in the game. And she just, like, goes right upstairs. Okay, so you're on, now you're on the um, first floor landing. There's, like, a, it goes all the way around. And you're at the sort of back end towards the back part of the herbarium. If you were to go all the way around to the front, opposite where you are, you can look across the kind of open atrium of the entrance hall. There Ooh. is, you can see a staircase going up. And then on either side, there are three doors. And that's what oh. you see. We, we don't know, based on the instruction from Mary, where exactly to go. You know that... The director's office is on the top floor. Uh, okay. Okay. So we got to keep trying to go upstairs, right? So. Yes. But uh, I'm just as curious as you are about these other doors, but I think time is of the essence. Yes, we must stay Indeed. focused. Oh, fine. <laughs> Bones is struggling. <laughs> so many treasures to be sto- un uncovered not stolen that's not a word i use ever of course not of course not um all right i yeah let's keep going let's keep going towards the stairs okay so you're just gonna go around and get to that other staircase at the opposite end yep great there's nobody up here you make it to the stairs just fine yay oh to be a servant yeah, let's go. Yes. Yeah, that was a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no one cares about us. Exactly. Yeah, there there would have been more stealthing going on if you were not um, 
invisible non-people now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay, so you go up the stairs, and it spits you out onto another landing, and uh, this floor is, like, enclosed, so the bottom of this floor is the roof of the entrance hall. As you kind of step onto the floor, you see that the it's one huge room that takes up the entire floor. The whole room is filled with rows and 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 rows, and rows of uh, like chest height uh, countertops that are kind of uh, like six or eight feet long and they're kind of spaced out in a grid in the whole room. Uh, you can see that the uh, the counters are like sitting on um, these stacks of shelves um, with drawers. So uh-huh. on either of the long sides, there are just like these banks of drawers, like ten or twelve of them. Bones like leans on to Henry and is like, "This is this is a trap for me. Please, this is a trap for me. Help me stay focused." It's all right. Yes, I believe in you. <laughs> You've got this, like, huge layout of um, these counters um, sitting on top of these, like, cases of um, flat file kind of drawers. And then on top of the counters are, um, each one has, like, a lamp or two. uh, And there are dried plants uh, uh, lying on the counters. There are magnifying glasses. There are books, uh, pens, uh, ink, um, and you can see at certain uh, ones of these counters there are stools next to them. They look like little workstations, and all of them are covered with uh, plant specimens. And you can see at the other end of the room, uh, opposite where you are, is another staircase. Oh, man. This is a trap Ooh. for all of us. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. (sighs) Bones cracks her neck. She's, like, stretching. (laughs) Isabel is doing her best not to touch anything, but if there's, like, um, microscope, she might, like, peek in to see if there's anything interesting there or might just, like, look at cool stuff while she wanders through the, like, through the workbenches. Okay, yeah, you uh, you do see a microscope, and it has a slide loaded up on it. So you you stop at this workbench that has a um, it has like a a couple of trays of uh, like seedlings mm-hmm. um, on the bench, and there's a microscope and some books and papers and stuff that were left out. And you uh, lean over and peer into the microscope, and you see a plant cell. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And I would also like you to roll a d6 for me. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Two. As you are peering at this uh, plant cell in the microscope, um... You feel something touching your wrist, which is kind of resting on the uh, workbench. And as you look up, you see that the um, uh, some of the seedlings in these trays have kind of uh, started growing. <laughs> it's the best way you could describe it. And they're reaching out and curling little tendrils 
around your wrist ah. and the process is accelerating and oh, now yeah. it's kind of grabbing your wrist and more tendrils are coming out of the seed tray oh uh, uh, uh ladies um <laughs> um I, I i did i did something can i still get away um make for me a strength saving throw so oh. roll you're pretty strong i'm pretty strong oh yeah i got 22 okay Ooh, yeah you okay. uh you rip your hand out of the grasp of these uh, little seedling guys, and they sort of like. Ugh. I told you to watch out. I I I thought I I thought I was. Let's let's go, guys. Let's look. Yes, let's, let's go up the stairs. We're running out of time. We had we only had an hour. Right. Okay, uh, you're getting through the uh, rest of the specimen room. Yeah. Just run, you just kind of. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we only have an hour to meet her back at this ferry, so we should probably go as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. We've already probably been, <laughs> been in there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Bone says, being the person who encouraged everyone to do this, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You get to the stairs and you rush up the stairs and you emerge. Uh, into the next floor, the third floor, I guess. And um, this one looks sort of much like the uh, first floor. Uh, They're just closed doors on either side. There's like a big sort of like open sitting area on one side. Think of like a a gentleman's club kind of place. Oh, okay. Individual chairs with like a little table that are kind of all facing out these like big windows for people to read. And then on the other side, there's like a row of offices and there's doors. And uh, then again, at the other end of the hallway, it's not a very accessible building. And Let's beeline it. Okay. You're just going to run straight through to the other side? Heck yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, you get to the staircase and go up the top and you know that you are entering the top floor of the building so all right ladies i think it's time for us to be watchful yes yes yeah i'm gonna send trey up the stairs oh Ooh. that's a good idea right. oh yeah yeah Trey's still Gee, he's been with us this whole time a dog <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's been hiding under someone's skirts as you move through the more populated areas yeah he's been he's, quite small. he's been hiding with freddy yeah Okay, so yeah, you send uh, Trey ahead up the stairs, and he sends back to you, Freddy, an image of... You can see there's like a long carpet stretching out ahead, and to either side of Trey are cabinets or panel, wood panels of some kind, but there are multiples of them, and they kind of like... Uh, recede into the distance you're not 100% sure what that is uh Trey kind of looks to either side and you can see that they're they look maybe like bookshelves you can from his perspective you can see like the bottom of the bookshelf um and there is a there's something in the middle of the room that Trey can't really make it out because it's kind of far away and also his perspective he's not He's not sure what it is. He can't transmit to you an image. But that's what you see. 
But you don't see, there's no moving people or anything like that. And you don't see any plants in trays, like immediate surrounding. I think it's clear. I think we can, I think we can go ahead and go on up. Let's do it. Let's go. We're barging in. You get up to the very top floor, and what you see is that you are in a library. Uh, You're standing in the sort of center of the library, and you can see that there's like a, a corridor that runs down the middle of the library all the way to, you can see in the distance, you can see a door. Between you and the door, there is a statue in the middle of the room. And to either side of you are like uh, rows of bookshelves that kind of recede back. So like perpendicular to the uh, left and right walls of the herbarium. And that goes on for about like half of the floor. And then there's like a wall uh, and there's a door in the wall that you can see and a statue in the middle of the room. Uh, Bone says, in my work experience, much like skeletons, <laughs> statues are often not pleased to see me. So everyone, just ladies, keep your eyes on the statue and let's just be careful and be prepared. And we're heading towards the door? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Is is the statue in any way labeled? <laughs> I'm sorry, sometimes they have a little plaque that says who it is. No, so smart. I love it. Um, if you would like to investigate the statue, you can go. I'm going up to, to it. investigate the statue. Sure. Oh. <laughs> roll an investigation check for me. Yes. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Seven. Okay, um, you can see that it is a statue of a woman. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And she is facing to your right, kind of looking down between two rows of, of bookshelves. She's dressed really nicely. She is wearing a dress that looks like i mean it's she's carved out of stone so it's has like a kind of fur collar uh with like a really low neckline you can see she's wearing like a a ribbon necklace that has a little key pendant on it oh but Mm. she's pretty i don't know (laughs) okay well but she's she's looking at one of the bookshelves right She's looking between the bookshelves. Oh, between the bookshelves. She's book just shelves. facing. She's facing left. Yeah. Okay. Can I do an investigation on the area where she seems to be facing or looking? Yeah, you walk in uh, between these the set of bookshelves, and seventeen. Uh, uh, you see, uh, you go into the in between the stacks at the end of the uh, bookshelves. Uh, so what would be the wall of the herbarium? Uh, there is a, a painting. And with your 17, you definitely have seen 
something like this before. Uh, there is a totally shredded Greek hero. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Interesting. Like where this is going? Uh, yeah, standing at kind of in like the entrance to a cave. And he's got like one besandaled foot uh, up <laughs> on a rock. And he's holding a Medusa's head. Uh, and he has a big silver shield, but it's the it's a painting of the myth of Perseus. Ah, okay. you've seen that shit before. Yeah, yes. yeah. The, the statue is looking at the paint is appears to be like facing towards looking at the painting. Yeah, Freddie's gonna take a stab at this and is going to uh, reach up to the painting and like take her wig off. And cover Medusa's face with her wig. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. This is, you see, this is why they brought us in. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You see that wig? We problem solve. We get in here, we do the work, we problem solve. (laughs) (laughs) Isabel, you're standing right next to the statue. Yes. Uh, When it, uh, turns uh, its head away from the uh, away from the painting where it was looking and turns to you reaches out a hand toward you oh, in no. a nice way huh? <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> does she look like she's going to hit me or like she's going to shake my hand is what or I'm give asking. you something magical she's just sort of reaching out toward okay. you like this um I I do take a step back because the statue is moving, um, but I don't run away, and I say, guys, I think I did something again. She steps down off of her little pedestal that she's on, and she says, why have you come? We have come to look at the books. Who were you? She puts her hand on her chest and says, me? The director calls me Mad Madge. (gasps) But maybe you know me as Margaret Cavendish? (gasps) The Margaret Cavendish? Oh, oh, Uh, well, well, in that case, maybe you can help us. We are actually looking for a specific book. Oh, indeed. Yes. Which is that? Uh, a medieval herbal. Ah, I know what you're looking for. Oh, good. It's not in this library, unfortunately. <gasps> it's in the director's office. Oh, yes. And where would that be? She points down to the door. Okay, well... Anything we should be aware of inside of his office that might be dangerous... You know, I couldn't say, but I wouldn't put it past him. All right, ladies, it has now been 37 minutes. We have to get going. (laughs) All right. I'm going to march towards the door and um, open it with reckless abandon. Uh, No, you're not. It's locked. No! Bones, do you have thief tools? (laughs) 
I say I do have tools that could help us with this. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. All right, I think this is my time to shine. And Bones like cracks her fingers and is just like, all right, like let's let's get into it. Bones, dear, I think that uh, Mad Madge had a key oh. around her neck. <laughs> she looks up at yes. you and she's just like dangling her necklace. <laughs> I look simultaneously embarrassed and disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> she she hands the key to Isabel and she says, Oh goodness. Well, good luck, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you, Lady Cavendish. Uh so then I go and I uh, get to the door and I say are you ready, ladies? And unlock the door. Uh, wait, Freddie, did you? What are you doing? I guess I'll drop the the cover of the Medusa and go towards the party. Yeah, as you do that, uh, Margaret Cavendish gets back up on her pedestal and back in her original position and turns back into stone. So I have the key and I unlock the door. Are you gonna go in? Not immediately. I'm going to look inside first. Okay. What you see is a very nicely appointed office that takes up half the floor. It's quite large. Um, The walls are lined in more bookcases. There are several wide windows that look out at the gardens. Um, On one side of the room is a very, very large carved wooden desk strewn with papers and books. At the other end of the room, there is a sofa and a few chairs in front of a fireplace. And between them, sort of right in front of you, uh, are some pedestals uh, that have glass cloches on top, and there are various objects underneath the cloches. Uh, You also see a large book that is open on a book stand thing. Me, I'm a historian. Uh, And (laughs) uh, and also under a cloche. And... You also see, because he turns around and looks at you, a man, a very old man, looks to be, from the looks of him, sitting on the couch uh, in front of the fire. He has a long white beard, and you can see there's a small bird sitting on his shoulder. (laughs) The heck? Margaret lied to us. Uh, She set us (laughs) up. Yeah, she does that. Yeah. And he sort of like turns around as you open the door and he says, "What? Who are you? What are you doing in here?" "Sir, we have come for the medieval herbal and we will not take no for an answer." He yeah. just laughs at you. <laughs> he guffaws in your face. I'm and also he's... holding my rags and buckets as I say this. <laughs> <laughs> and he he stands up and he turns around and he says, "What is this? What is But I didn't call for the maids. Who are you? Who are you? We'll ask the questions around here. (laughs) Sir, buddy, (laughs) pal. He says, I am Charles Darwin, and this is an outrage. I'm waiting for the director for, he looks at his pocket watch, for at least an hour now. We're supposed to have a meeting. Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are, as long as you step aside and allow us to grab what we need, then nothing will happen and no one will be harmed. All right? 
allow you to grab what you need. Ah, yes. I will not be doing that. <laughs> you are thieves, and I will have you fired, and you'll never get a reference in this city again to work anywhere. My dear Charles, we are not servants, and you are an old man. Step aside, or you will be in a world of hurt. That's right. What she said. Yeah. You now have had two chances to step aside. I do not harm people with ill intent, but you only get three chances. Listen here, Charlie boy. We got work to do. <laughs> and I, uh, you know what? Listen, go go big or go home. Uh, I pull out my rope and I start lassoing again because we're about to shut this down. <laughs> Charles is in the way. And I, uh, I want to lasso Charles Darwin. <laughs> tie him up so he as he calls you servants and says he's gonna get you fired he has, has like a walking stick cane type of thing and he pounds it on the ground and from uh behind him where you can kind of you can't see where the couch is you hear a growling and oh, uh, no. emerging from the other side of the couch you see a truly enormous just like unnaturally large bulldog Aww. And Darwin says, Huxley, deal with them! And the bulldog literally, like, the bulldog's eyes, like, flash red and smoke starts pouring out of its nose, and we're gonna now need to roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> man. Alright, so I only rolled a 12. I rolled a dirty 20. Isabel? 17. Okay. Yeah, standing before you is a freakishly large uh, bulldog, and he's snorting and snuffling and growling, uh, and his eyes are glowing red, and you uh, notice now that he's sort of come around the couch and is standing in front of you, uh, pawing at the rug, uh, that he has unusual for a bulldog. He has, like, very long face first that kind of, like, Whisk off of his face. He's horrible looking. Whoa. Uh, and Henry, you're first in the order. I told you, we're not messing around, and we have exactly 21 minutes to get this book and get back down to a fairy. I don't even know where the fairy is. Ugh. So I will call lightning into this room. Um, it is a storm cloud in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall and a 60 foot radius. So it'll cover everything in the room pretty much, I'm assuming, or like at least Charles and the, the dog. But I can choose where the bolt of lightning comes okay. down. And it's just a five foot uh, radius. So are, yes. is the dog within five feet of Charles? Darwin's backing away. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can hit the dog. So I'm going to cast this lightning bolt down onto the dog. Um, and you can make a deck saving throw for him to only take half damage of 3d10 lightning. Uh, 14. Uh, that meets my my spell save, so he saves. So he'll take half of, ooh, half of 18 lightning damage. Nice. Yes, yes. Uh, he does not like that. <laughs> yeah. He, yel he yelps. <laughs> Uh, and he's going to charge uh, at you, Henry. So he runs at you and he's going to try to... That's a nine. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. I evade. Or my petticoats are too thick. <laughs> yeah. 
He just gets a big mouthful of like a uh, tool and lace and stuff, and he like <laughs> <laughs> get get off uh, get get off I'll kick at him. You as he gets close to you, you smell like a very strong sulfury smell as Ooh. he's trying to bite you, but you mm. you are fine. Demon uh, dog, Isabel, it's your turn. I take out a longbow and an arrow and. Uh, shoot it at the dog <laughs> roll to tech uh plus oh so yeah i've got 16 yeah that hits Woo! so the roll your damage cool five all right yeah uh arrow like sticks into his shoulder and now he's really mad and you can see little kind of like wisps of fire coming out of his mouth as he's like <laughs> uh freddy i'm gonna attack him with my cane <laughs> Okay. Um, that is a 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. It's just a dog. And then damage is uh, four. He's real mad, and he's a little bit bloodied now. Um, He's not happy. That puts us at boots. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So I'm at the... Am I in the room already? I must be, because I was talking to Charles. How far am I from this dog? Um. Well, the dog has run up and bitten Henry, so I guess you're all in melee range of the dog now. All right, perfect. <laughs> okay, so I... <laughs> this is going to be really crazy, but you know what? Go big or go home. Um. Uh. So what I want to do is I want to... Being sort of very dexterous and acrobatic, um, I want to do like a quick jump handspring and jump onto the back of the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's a pony. And then I want to take like two of the daggers on my back and just like stab in. That's my plan. Uh, okay. Um, make an acrobatics check for me first. Okay. And then we'll roll the attack. Oh, okay. Fingers crossed. 24. Okay, yeah. You jump onto the dog's back and, uh, you get out your daggers. Uh, roll, uh, to attack. All right. 14 plus 6 to attack with my daggers. Uh, Yeah, that hits. Okay. Roll some damage. All right. So uh, it's only five damage (laughs) because they're daggers. But like, but I am on the back of this thing and I am just like, I'm like hanging on. I'm trying to just like do anything to get it like just distracted. I'm trying to make this thing have disadvantage, basically. The the Huxley is uh, in bad shape, and it is making him even more angry. Um, so as you do this, uh, Darwin has been like trying to retreat to the other end of the room, uh, and he has opened a secret door <laughs> in the bookcase, uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, as you leap onto Huxley's back and stab him with your daggers, uh, Darwin whips around and he hits his cane on the ground again. And from 
from this like secret bookcase door just like a torrent of birds come <gasps> shooting out of this uh, doorway what? and the one that was on his shoulder come joins this like uh, chattering peeping screeching storm of birds that are just like shooting straight toward you uh, and then he uh, looks very smug and closes the uh, secret door behind him and disappears what? now the room is full of birds uh, which are all sort of swarming around um, um, trying to flap in your face and claw oh. at your head and eyes and try to peck you and uh oh no is the book still on the he didn't take the book though did he no he didn't take the book okay he well... just bailed and then left you with a bunch of birds to deal with and I they mean... are all swarming around you bones uh <laughs> because you just dealt a mighty blow to huxley um and so they are going to try to bite you and bite your face and stuff let me roll for these burbs. It's, the it's because button. I looked so cool when I did a backhand spring onto that devil dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cool, and you're now being punished for yeah. being too cool. Yeah. Um, that's 18. Oh, yeah, that hits. Plus five. <laughs> oh, it so definitely you're, hits. You're going to take a little bit of uh, bird bitey damage. Yeah. Uh, that is a three plus three. So you take... Um, Six piercing damage. Ooh, first damage of the game. All right. <laughs> I uh, I'm just like crying out, and I'm like, I'm like trying to like still like hang on like with my daggers, but I'm just like, oh, uh, 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 ladies, a little uh, help. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, top of the order is Henry. Hmm. Lots of birds, lots of small creatures in this area. And Bones is on top of the dog. Uh mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Believe okay. it or not. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the book. And if that invokes an opportunity attack, so be it. Yep. Get the book. Okay, yeah. The uh birds are gonna go after you. Huxley's occupied. <laughs> Huxley's having a time. Uh but they they rolled a nine. So Oh. Yay! You wow. managed to kind Henry's of getting lucky. Yeah, sneak through okay, this. I'll, I'll snatch the book and um, try to uh, make my way back to to the, the the group of ladies. Tuck it inside my 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 giant um, <laughs> servants outfit that apparently we're able to hide anything in. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. that's They're magical right. Magical servants outfits. The servants, of course, outfit they are. Holding. All right, I'll let you get to the. I'll let you get to the book and grab it as your action but you're gonna wait till then your next turn to move again all right uh it's huxley's turn and he is very mad and he has a rogue on his back that's right <laughs> he is going to turn as best he can toward where the rest of you are isabel and freddie are kind of grouped by the door and he is going to open his mouth and a huge gout of flames 
<gasps> erupts from his ah. mouth. And I need both of you to make a dexterity saving throw. 15 for me. For Freddy. Okay. Eight, 18 for Isabel. Whoa, you both just like fucking do some cool move and like <laughs> leap out of the way yes. of the flames. Uh, very nicely done. You both saved. Do we take any damage off of that? Uh, yeah, you're gonna take like a, half damage. You're gonna take a little bit. Let me cook. Let me cook that up for you. Bones, get off the dog! I need to zap his ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just give me a minute here. You're gonna take eight points of damage. Okay, so I, as a reaction, I get to cast Absorb Elements. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. yeah, you do. And I don't take any damage from the fire. And I get to store that damage for my me- next melee attack. God damn. Nice. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> Love yeah. that spell. Don't we have a magic missile, too? Who has that? We'd- Caroline handed oh. it to Isabel, but you could have given it to whoever. Oh. It doesn't matter. Okay. But it's Isabel's turn. Okay. Are the birds still attacking? Uh, They're sort of swarming around the, the ceiling. Okay. Um, and now that I've been reminded what that I have a magic wand, can you remind me what the magic <laughs> wand does? <laughs> so, yeah, you can cast the spell magic missile. Okay. At level one, three times. Um. So I think that if if the birds aren't bothering us anymore, then I'm gonna send these all three of them at Huxley. Okay. Uh. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> Cool. This is Rock. the kind you don't you don't have to roll for. So okay. um, roll one d four plus one and then do that three times. Okay. Uh, three three four. Nice. Yes. Nice work. Ten. Ten force damage. Huxley is thrown back and Bones sort of flies off of his back. Sorry, Bones. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, and he is uh. He's bloodied. He's mostly down. Um, he's still kind of like growling and snorting and stuff. And there's like smoke and little sparks and stuff coming out of his uh, mouth. But he's in a bad way and he's prone. Freddy, your turn. Okay. I'm going to go uh, after him with my cane again. Okay. And that is a 19 to hit. Oh my god. Yeah, that hits. Alright. Uh, four damage. Okay, yeah. You whack him um, with your cane, (laughs) and he lets out a very sort of vicious growl, but then, um, starting, like, at his paws, they start glowing, like, hot coals, and then he just (gasps) burns up into a big pile of ash (gasps) and smoke. And there's just Way sort of to like go. a burned black spot where Please. he was before. I don't think that was a real bulldog. Thank God. I felt terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, be- yes. before we, we attack these birds, um, one moment. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to get down out of this manner. Um, since Darwin seems to have gone through some sort of secret door, I think if there's any way for us to repel down the side or get out some other way... That's going to be necessary. How are we going to get out of this manor in 14 minutes? 
Bones is so excited. Bones is like, yes, rappel down the side of the building. Yes. I like immediately start like lifting up my skirts and like pulling out like a rope and just like <laughs> all sorts of stuff. I've got uh, a hammer. I've got the little piton things. So I'm yep. like, yeah, yep. let's do this. <laughs> I have all of that stuff too. So I'm ready. <laughs> As you are gearing up, uh, for your climb, uh, all of a sudden, uh, the same thing that happened to Huxley happens to the birds. So one by one, just like, and from the doorway behind you, Uh you hear a voice. Uh Oh, well, 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 (gasps) what have we here? Lady scientists. How charming. And you, you turn around. Oh, yeah. 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 You see a thin man wearing fine clothing. He's wearing kind of like a, a black cravat that's sort of silk and a little bit fussy. Uh, he has uh, pretty serious mutton chops um, and gray hair. He looks older. And he's standing behind you with his arms folded. And he says, he looks at you, Henry, and he says, Oh no, I'm afraid I can't let you take that lovely book. It's one of my favorites. And as he says that, you hear all around you, above you, coming from the ceiling, a huge thunderous pounding sound. Like the uh, plaster of the ceiling starts cracking and crumbling and little pieces of it are falling on you. And uh, he raises his hands and he clenches his fists and he pulls them down and you see coming through the ceiling the uh, roots of several trees which are growing on the roof of the herbarium that are now punching through the ceiling down toward you. I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. 12. 11 for Henry. A very dirty 20 for Bones. Yay. 26. Oh, shit. Oh, no, wait, no. I can't do math. 24. (laughs) Still. I mean, that's still super good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So uh, these trees start, like, crunching through the the ceiling, and there's, like, uh, plaster and dirt and pieces of roots and leaves and stuff falling all over you. And you guys are, uh, I'm assuming you're sprinting toward the window. Yes. Uh, yes. Heck and, yes. Uh, uh, Henry, you have the book, um, but you get caught by a big root on the shoulder as the tree sort of falls, not on you, but definitely grazes you. You take five points of damage. Oh, I'll respond with casting a bolt of lightning from my cloud at this tree. <laughs> at the tree that hit you? Yeah. Just on okay. principle. No, no, no. It's a tree, so it doesn't, um, it's not alive. It's just a tree. It doesn't have any stats. Um, I guess it catches on fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just want to crack it off of me. Crack it off of me and my my, my pals. Okay. Um, so 
that that happens and you set this tree on fire a little bit it's not it's not super bad but you guys have created quite a chaotic situation i i'll take my spade out and then um head towards the window and just crack it on the window to to bust it open um roll to attack the window i guess a straight up d20 Um, that's a whopping six. Okay, you make a little crack in the window, but you, you, yeah, it doesn't break. Ah, Are these windows magical or something? Uh, (laughs) Phone says not Uh. magical, I don't think, and she whips out her crossbow and fires (laughs) a crossbow bolt into the window. Yes. Okay. Uh, roll to attack with your crossbow. Okay. Uh, what do I? What do I have to? Fourteen plus six. Sure. To, all right. Great. That'll do it. The the window shatters uh, open. So now, in addition to fire, a storm cloud, uh, lots of debris, falling trees, and um, you also there's broken glass everywhere. You've created quite a situation for yourselves. Uh, Isabel, you are following behind the others uh, running, and you also failed your save, so you're going to get um, hit by one of these falling trees as well, and you take three points of damage as, like, a a limb just kind of, like, grazes your back. Uh, Well... Bones and Henry are trying to get the thing open, and Isabel's being hit by a tree. I'm going to use my alchemist fire to try to distract and give everyone more time to get to the window and out the window. We're just so going to set gonna... the whole herbarium on fire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put my little vial of alchemist fire into my sling, and I'm going to throw it up, up to where the trees are coming down. Dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits the tree. Okay. Um, and so it explodes. Okay. Uh, now, in addition to the tree that Henry set on fire, uh, the yeah, you sling the alchemist fire, and it hits one of the tree trunks kind of like in an oblique way, so it smashes and then splatters alchemist fire on two of the other trunks that are kind of like... Uh, falling through the ceiling and uh, those trees are now on fire as well and uh, you guys have all made it to the window and you can't see the director anymore but you can hear him yelling howling in anguish anguish I hope yeah he's howling in anguish uh, back there Uh, what do you do let's go ladies if Charles couldn't stop us he can't either and I like whip out my rope and my little like, and I signal to Isabel. And like, yep. honestly, we just start like tying our stuff to the side of the windowsill. And like, we are super fast because we've been doing this sort of thing. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I whip off my skirt, I'm in my pants, and I, I'm ready to like, all right, like each of us can like rappel down the side, like in Your pairs. Your skirt has like a Velcro quick release, and you just yes. like rip and I'm it just off. like. <laughs> Like, the jig is up now. I'm in these <laughs> pants. And so, yeah, I'm like, I can take one other person on with me. Isabel, if you could take one person with you, like, let's I go. I can do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to hop on Bones' back. Yes. All right. I'm on Isabel. Come on, Henry. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. 
As you do this, the the trees have fallen now through the um, through the remainder of the director's office and have impacted the floor of the director's office and are going to keep going. So the 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 floor that you're repelling from is now starting to crumble. Uh, and so much uh, being sneaky. <laughs> Just four maids repelling from the fourth floor. No yep. big deal. <laughs> yep. Nothing to see. Yeah, so you're kind of shooting down the the back of the herbarium at speed on your repelling ropes as basically the whole top of it is crumbling in. And you can hear, even over the din of all of this, you can hear people like shrieking and fleeing. And everybody except for the director and wherever Darwin went were on, you know, on the ground floor. So... If they, you know, beat feet, they'll get out of there. I, I'm not going to commit mass murder in this this adventure. <laughs> no, but it's also none of our business what happened on the ground floor. So, yeah. Yeah, the trees smash through the floor of the office and they kind of get stuck there. Um, but there, the fire is now raging. So you, the as you get to the bottom, the like windowsill just kind of crumbles off. Um, you're close enough to the bottom that you you drop a little ways, but you're able to kind of like drop and roll and save yourself and you nice. you don't get hurt. It looks super cool. <laughs> yes! Yes! And Woo-hoo! the whole top of the herbarium now is just on fire and it's regular fire and it's also alchemist fire and it looks sick as hell, but also <laughs> really dangerous. So you're going to have to get out of here. And you know that to your right, you can see the firelight reflecting off the surface of the river. And you can see a little ways ahead, uh, the running lights of the ferry. Oh, let's run over there. Yeah, yeah we it towards the river. Great. So you're, you're sprinting. I'm assuming someone rescued Trey. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I think they noticed we took... The book. (laughs) (laughs) I do think they did. Well, it's too late now. (laughs) Yeah, you run up the, you get to the ferry terminal and you run up the gangplank and uh, Mary Somerville is standing there waiting for you and she's kind of like gripping her hair like, what did you do? We have 20 seconds to spare. But we did set the manor on fire. Um, But you win some, you lose some, you know? Yeah, I mean, to be clear, you did not say that we could not set the manor on fire in order to get the book. And that's the most important thing, right? The book. So... Which we have, and I'll pull it out of my dress. Bully on us. (laughs) Okay, so seeing that you have the book, she signals to the crew to cast off the lines and you push out into the river and the ferry scoots away and you all go up to the deck railing and look out over the river at the uh, burning herbarium. You can see like a big crowd of people standing uh, on the drive. They're all safe, but you know. You made us go the long way around. Some weeks later, together at Mary Somerville's childhood home in Fife, 
the lady scientists completed the cure for the disease. Loading carriages with crates of the serum, synthesized from a little-known herb described in the book they took from the herbarium, they said their farewells and prepared to go their separate ways. But they vowed, each of them, to gather again if ever their skills and knowledge were needed.